And mm-hmm. I've recently been getting into crochet. Very recent, as in I haven't actually done it yet, but I've been lear- like watching YouTube videos. It's on my to-do list. <laughs> I'm really into crocheting right now. I haven't done it yet, but... I like watching other people do it. (laughs) Yeah. So into it right now. (laughs) What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner yet again. I had a dream the other night and um, certain someone popped into it. I dreamt we were on a mountain herding cattle and horses and stuff. And uh, we snuggled up in a tent. So I had to ask him to come back on the show because I realized my life wasn't complete without him. Um, Jeremy, what's going on, buddy? Hi. Uh, I don't think that was a dream as much as we both astral projected ourselves (laughs) because I also thought that was a dream the other night but with you um oh my god and the cows they watched the dirty (laughs) deeds that happened (laughs) they were pervs let's just face some facts but they got a show they got a show (laughs) it was moo (laughs) (laughs) there was a lot of mooing but not one booing because <laughs> I would have made it into fucking hamburgers. Oh Jesus Christ! All right, <laughs> <laughs> I regret this already. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I kept it nice for a little bit. <laughs> it got darkly sexual way too quick. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, everyone. So uh, Jeremy's back. Uh, been a while since we've uh, talked about anything on here, and uh you know another stupid star wars property came out so that's why i asked you to come on yeah this is the only reason why i asked you to come on i just wanted to fight you so bad damn it my (laughs) eyes already twitching Uh, i was just fantasizing about having certain parts of your body in and or around my face and now it's gone and the the boxing gloves are coming out (laughs) <laughs> and I'm aiming for that same part of the body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're here. We're uh, we're talking about the book of Boba Fett tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, book of Boba Fett. Uh, Boba Fett is a character uh, everyone, for whatever reason, loved. He's actually my favorite character in Star Wars history. Uh, you don't see too much of him in the original trilogy. Uh, when you do, he doesn't do much. Uh, so the big question was always, why does everyone think Boba Fett is such a badass when he doesn't do anything? He gets accidentally hit into the Snarlock pit. What is it that makes people feel this character is such a badass? And after watching this show, I think a lot of people are still asking that question, Jeremy. Uh, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> okay, 50% of people are. of the people on this episode recording are asking that question overall i mean just from the sounds of it me and you've been talking for the past few weeks as the show has been dropping you're loving it right you loved it overall i sure did i i i enjoyed the entirety of it yes i for one enjoyed aspects of it overall 
as a series, I wasn't a huge fan. But let, let's dig into certain things about it and start to talk about why you loved it and why I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember? Go ahead. You go. You go. Uh, I was going to say, do you remember when Mandalorian was coming out and like we kept doing all these Star Wars episodes and talking about Star Wars? And <laughs> I think we did one episode where it was like, all right, let's talk about Star Wars. <laughs> I was just well, I was so drained on Star Wars. I'm I was so done talking about Star Wars. So but it's nice there hasn't been a whole lot going on really as I mean I haven't been keeping up with it as far as like the animated series go and everything. But yeah, so it was it was nice to hop back in. Yeah, I mean I I'm a star uh, a Little, I don't want to say I'm a big Star Wars fan because there, I definitely know there's people that do a lot more and have a lot more knowledge than me. Um, but like, I'm a pretty slightly above average Star Wars fan. Like, the animated stuff, I've seen it all. The every show, movie, I I go out of my way to make sure I'm like up to date on that shit. But um, Book of Boba Fett was wonderful, and I loved it gizmo all right so you're loving you you loved it so what were what's one thing that you absolutely loved about this show like what what's the one thing that you know sends it you know to love level so for me it's actually even before the like a lot of people really start liking it episode five six seven when the 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 two Oh, did we do a spoilers warning on this shit? Are we going right into it? Oh, yeah, we're spoiling. Everyone's spoilers. Okay. So, um, episode five, six, seven, when when it's like the Mandalorian season 2.5 or whatever, the prequel to Mandalorian season three. <clears throat> but um, in my opinion, one, two, three, and four, did a lot to develop the lore of Tuscans. Like whenever Boba was in the uh, back to tank and having a flashback to his Tuscan Raider days, I was super into it. I actually remember watching episode five, the Mandal- the first big Mandalorian episode and being like, OK, so when are we going to back to Boba? Like, I want to know what the fuck's going on with Boba. I want more Tuscan Raider flashbacks. Like, I want to know more about that shit. I don't care about Mandalore, the Mandalorian right now. I want Boba Fett. And then, um, I mean, obviously, I still fucking loved watching the Mandalorian parts, but it was it was very interesting. The lore with the Tuscan Raiders, the lore with um, Rancors, and just how the the gangster politics of the star wars universe and delving into that underworld because like we all know the fucking rep or the the empire and the new republic and the rebels and the like we know the fucking governments but who knows who the pikes are other than like people me and above on the star wars like who the fuck are the pikes they're a gangster organization that makes shit tons of money selling spice. Spice is a drug. Like getting into that shit is really cool for me. And I didn't have any expectations going into the show. I think that's one reason why I always love things is I have very low to no expectations that anything will be good 
because I've been let down so many times. One moment. (laughs) (laughs) I just needed a moment as I was thinking of like Avatar The Last Airbender movie and Aragorn and oh my god. I'm going to I'll uh, piggyback off you there, too. Uh, One of the things I did love about and appreciate uh, from this show is the digging into the Star Wars lore with characters we've seen before, but really don't know a whole lot about, especially if you're not like up to like like you said, you're not like that fanatic Star Wars fan. Like as far as the Tusken Raiders go, that's one of my favorite characters in the star Wars franchise just because they're badass looking. I do know, I do know a little bit more about the Tusken Raiders, but it was cool seeing like their, their lifestyle and everything being shown, uh, in a property. I thought that was awesome. I, 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 they're, they're badass characters. Yeah. Um, I also loved, uh, you know, like the rancor you mentioned seeing the rancor and, uh, again, a little history on that. Uh, and we get a little bit more in depth on what spice is like we we've I think they mentioned spice in the last Star Wars movie, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I know it was definitely in the solo uh, solo story or whatever it's called. And solo. then maybe maybe one of the other. I don't remember I, the sweet sequels too much. Yeah, I think with the new trilogy, it was the the Rise of Skywalker. I forget what the dude's name is already. Poe? No, not Poe. Poe. Uh, the who was um the dude that's playing Moon Knight? What's his name? I mean, that's Poe. That is Poe. Po? Yeah. OK, yeah. So him, like I remember it was Carrie Russell's character in that movie. And they were talking about how he used to be a spice runner. And nobody it's like he kind of got the idea of what spice was, but they never really dove into that too much. So, yeah, like what's he doing? Just taking garlic and herbs yeah. over like he's just running around with them like, ooh, <laughs> no, yeah. spice is like the Star Wars universe version of like cocaine crack. or heroin. Yeah, yeah, like, crack. yeah, yeah. All of the above. <clears throat> um, I do like that they got into the gangster level as well, like seeing Jabba the Hutt's twins, right? Those were his twins, not his twins. They're called the twins because they are twins, Okay. but they are, I think, related to Jabba the Hutt, but not mm. like because technically all of like the huts, there's not that many of them. Um, and they're all kind of like a family. At least to some extent, but yeah, they're they're weird. <laughs> they, they are weird. <laughs> watching like, them. <laughs> Jabba for for the longest time was like the big hut yeah. and then like none of the other huts would fuck with him and then when he got killed by uh princess leia yes in her slave outfit sorry i'm fantasy i mean uh <laughs> <laughs> are you getting yeah. into that uh autoerotic asphyxiation because he was strangled no, <laughs> it was obviously Leia in her slave outfit, Gizmo. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. Not a big eight to seven thousand pound slug creature. <laughs> he could do magnificent things with that tongue. That's all I'm saying. He uh, he he will explore parts of your butt that whoo, you didn't even know existed. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, bringing up like the gangster fact and everything was really cool. And also you were right though, like episodes one through four be- before it becomes Mandalorian 2.5. Uh, it it was intriguing to see like how Boba Fett got out of the Snarlack pit, um, how he's trying to have this uprising is very like, I think I heard someone compare it a little bit to um, Scarface and the fact of creating an empire, essentially. Yeah, because that's know? what he's trying to do uh, mm-hmm. is create an empire, but he doesn't want to do what the other empires have done. He wants yeah. to do it new. He wants to do it smart and he wants to have more the community involvement. Like he doesn't want to, you know, at the end, he decides not to have spice flow through the area because he knows what spice is doing to the community of Tatooine. And yeah, you so. see that with like the especially I think it's like episode two or three where he first goes to get the mods and like he's wearing his fucking Boba Fett outfit and with the with the armor and shit. And he's like, you're thinking that there's going to be a fight and he hires them because they're like, there are no fucking jobs. That asshole's raising the fucking price of water. And like the system that's currently in play is not working for the people. And Boba Fett has a very strong connection to the people of Tatooine because of his Tusken Raider days. And you say days, but it was probably a few years he was actually with those Tusken Raiders. Yeah, because when they show you montages, especially like when he's training and everything with the like the lead Tusken and all the training that he goes through and then he puts them through training on how to use the the the, uh, the speeder the speeder bikes. Um you know he's been there with them for a while. He developed a good relationship with them where they he became like family with them. Like that was his mm-hmm. family and he was part of their family. So yeah, yeah, definitely it definitely wasn't days. It was definitely a long longer extended period of time. What so you mentioned the mods. What was it what was your opinion on the mods? Because I know a lot of people were I, I, I got sick of this comparison right away when people started suggest or comparing them to the Power Rangers. Uh, is just an annoying comparison, in my opinion. I get yeah, why Power get Rangers why are so did. much cooler. Okay. Oh Let's yeah, hundred percent. But um, <laughs> not that the mods aren't cool, but like, I mean, they did they did some pretty cool. Well, the the four not red shirts were pretty cool. The other red shirt mods that they just threw in whenever they needed somebody on Boba Fett's team to die. They were whatever. You just crossed Star Trek into Star Wars, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's okay. The store. Well, I can't even say Stormtrooper mods. because I don't know. It's it's a good analogy. It is uh, a good analogy. I, I, I know what you're saying. They were they were the disposables, except for the main four. There were four that wouldn't die. Mm-hmm. The ones with the bikes and then any other mod you saw. Just picture them in a red shirt, and that's how long they're going to live. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were comparing them to Power Rangers, which immediately that got annoying for me just because they had different colored uh, speeder bikes or yeah. motorcycles, whatever. But yeah. um, it was it was cool, though, as the series went on, like he kept he kept bringing people onto his team. And it was cool seeing different characters coming onto his team because you had and I'm going to. I'm going to forget a lot of names just because I, I, you know, whatever. Um, but like you had 
you had the mods, you had the Wookiee, uh, you had the uh, the the guards, the uh, fuck, Gamorian guards. Thank you. The Gamorian and the guards. Is black is Kersantan. Kersantan, yes. Thank you. He's uh, also just been referred to as BK. BK. Yeah, BK. Black Kersantan. It's the initials. Oh, uh, okay. This whole thing, yeah. or because he's really good at making burgers, you know. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> So it it was cool seeing that. And then, like, you know, he brings Mando mm-hmm. uh, into the team, uh, bring on the people of now known as Freetown onto the team. And it was so one of the things I loved was that they brought Timothy Oliphant back from the Mandalorian season. And, yep. um, I, I, you know, I love him as an actor in general. Um, and I I've said this before. I think I even posted it on the on the uh gizmos corner instagram is i still wish that he was boba fett like i wish that when they brought the character of boba fett back in the mandalorian and the the initial moment you see that armor and everything was so exciting and then when he takes the helmet off it's like yes but it's revealed that he's not really boba fett so it was it it's a seeing him was also disappointing because it's like i want him to be boba fett i think where they went wrong was casting the original actor from i'm pretty sure it's the actor who played Django fett not even the actor that played boba fett that that's uh, that's correct because boba fett is Django fett's clone correct so they so they, it'd be weird if they did cast somebody that wasn't exactly him because um they would no longer be a clone correct this is this is correct sir yeah. um i think they i think that was a misstep though i think that was fan service and the fan service ended up I think that ended up shooting themselves in the foot because he's not to trash the guy, but I mean, he's old, he's big, he's slow. And you see that in a lot of his fight scenes, like the choreography was just, you know, all over the place. Um, And it, it just wasn't fun to watch him. Whereas I think if they had cast, you know, if if Tim, if it was Timothy Oliphant, it would, I think would have been a lot, better as far as like the action scenes and everything go. Uh, but wh- what do you think about that? Um, I, I, th- <clears throat> so if they would have killed the original Boba Fett off, he went to the Sarlacc pit, did not come back. <clears throat> and Timothy kept the armor and then started calling himself Boba Fett. I'd be okay with that. But I don't like the idea of like, he just takes off the helmet and all of a sudden it's Timothy Oliphant. Right. Because that's that's now nah, I've been Boba Fett my whole life. <laughs> so as 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 far as like storytelling and continuity, as far as the character goes, right? I mean, yeah, for me, yeah. It, it would have to they'd have to do it like he's Boba Fett version 2.0. He's just somebody taking the title because he got the armor. But um, I don't. I like that they brought the Boba Fett back. I think, yes, he is older. He is not a small guy. He's not very great at fighting um, chore- like the choreographed fights. I still enjoy it. I don't think he should be fighting a lot because it's... Why would you when you're that old? Like, <laughs> the that, Boba Fett true. character is, like, in his 60s, 40s or 50s, I think, um, like he's getting up there in age. You're not going to want to be the frontline guy all the time. So, That's true. 
Another I know, thing, I know, I'm right. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> well, another Gizmo. thing though, another <laughs> you son of a bitch. Another <laughs> another way that they could have like made that a little bit easier is don't have him have the helmet off as much. Like if he's sitting around and everything, like talking to people, have the helmet off. But when he's out and about and fighting, especially, you can have a stunt double in the ex- in the thing. Yeah, you're exactly, right. Exactly. Exactly. Like there's easy ways to go about doing that. But I I do agree with you. Why would a 60 year old man be out there fighting? I will I will also admit in the last episode he did get some he got a lot of fighting time and he was pretty badass in the last episode. He sure did. He used his knee rockets. Yep, he did that little <laughs> swift dance move and was like, yep. pow pow <laughs> <laughs> boom And two pikes died. Yeah. <laughs> it was a... Uh, I don't want to jump right into the last episode, um, but that last episode was fucking... It was pretty cool. There was there were things I didn't like about it still, but it was it was a good way to end this uh, season. Uh, as far as the Mandalorian episodes where Mando came in and took the show over, uh, it was that was episode five, right? Yeah, five and six were heavy Mandalor- Man- Mandalorian episodes. Yeah, five and six. So we had five where it was pretty much about him, and then six is when we got Grogu back. Yep, little baby Grogu. Look at Love Grogu. that little son of a bitch. And then uh, we saw more Luke Skywalker. What, what did you think about the Luke Skywalker parts of it? So they, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, please don't show him talking. Like, don't show his mouth fucking moving. And then they didn't, and I was happy. They learned their lesson from Mandalorian Season 2 when they had him come in. And they were like, oh, yeah, we can't, like, get around the uncanny effect when their fucking mouth is moving. They, like, did a lot of his lines where his face wasn't in view, and instead you were watching, like, Grogu's reaction. They did, um, I know that, like, a lot of the, the speech, the words he did were they had certain sounds where he wouldn't have to move his mouth as much for the scenes where they recorded his mouth. Like, it's really weird, like, how they were trying to get around the uncanny valley effect um, with with having a de-aged Mark Hamill. Uh, well, Luke Skywalker. But um, otherwise, I thought it was good. I mean... I enjoyed seeing Luke. I think everything he did made pretty good sense for his character. Um, I definitely got a boner when Ahsoka was there. (laughs) And she's like, I'm an old family friend. I'm like, you fucking are. You you knew his dad. (laughs) You trained with his daddy. Yeah. (laughs) And then you fought him a couple times and almost lost. So time got time travel, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, freaking seeing Ahsoka and Luke together, because like that was one of my biggest questions once they confirmed like Ahsoka's alive. Why isn't she with Luke at some point? Why does she has to go and visit Luke? Like they are two of the strongest fucking force user Jedi. In the universe. Yeah. Well, galaxy, whatever. Um, they have to f- figure each other out and and find each other. And from Luke's perspective, Ahsoka is one of the very few Jedi Council era trained Force users left in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she, you know, she has knowledge that he would definitely want to pick at and learn and use because he didn't get a lot of time with Obi-Wan and Luke. Or I mean, Yoda. Yeah. So his training was very, very rushed. And um, I that's I feel like one of the big reasons why he wants to go and collect all the Jedi artifacts across the galaxy and start teaching is so that he can also learn the ways of being a Jedi. Unfortunately, he's making the same mistakes that led to the downfall of the Jedi when he gave Grogu an ultimatum. (laughs) The second, the second he gave him the ultimatum, I was like, Oh man, he wants to be with his daddy. He don't give a fuck about the force. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Me too. Yep. I'm like, cause I would have, so here's, here's my issue. So like, Everyone, as soon as season two Mandalorian ended and Grogu went off with uh, Luke, they're like, does that mean Grogu dies when Kylo Ren kills the school? But that's like seven or eight years in the future. Like you could have let Grogu learn from Luke and Luke learn from Grogu for five to six years. Yeah. But instead, it's maybe like in Star Wars canon universe time, like probably less than a year's time. I was going to say probably like that, five months. Yeah. Yeah. So like. What really what was the purpose? Yeah. Like, what is the purpose for Grogu? What Like the whole arc of season two of Mandalorian is get Grogu to his people. Right. And they're made a big fucking spectacle of it. Yeah. Which was fantastic. Like, I'm not. But then. And then in two episodes of or really one episode of a Boba Fett thing, which shouldn't have any Jedi in it. I'm glad it did. But it like it's just Boba Fett being a crime boss. They go back to Grogu making this decision that's going to like. Wait till Mandalorian season three. In my opinion, I don't know. Well, a lot of people were saying after episode five dropped, uh, especially me, like I had the same thought was, I wonder if episode five was actually episode one for season three of Mandalorian. And as they were, you know, filming Boba Fett and releasing them, they were like, you know, this shit ain't good. (laughs) (laughs) Throw throw Mandalorian back in there. Just take the episode, take the first episode from season one, season three. And throw it in there. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll we'll have it come, all come together. <laughs> and that was that. That's what uh, that's what I heard a lot of people saying. It's it's possible that like they didn't really know how they wanted. Like to me, episode five uh, was how did man how like Mandalorian? How did he get to Boba Fett? Why did he get like because when you leave Mandalorian? season two he has the dark saber saber with somebody that definitely wants the dark saber um and why like why did bo katan not just like well i i'm sorry buddy but it's my fucking saber i'm gonna have to shoot you now like why didn't that fucking happen um but yeah he him going back to the armorer and the other guy, I forget his fucking name right now. Um, but the, bi- him, the big Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, played by John Favreau. 
Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Fucking do your research, scrub. <laughs> um, I I can't remember the fucking character's name though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm a piece of shit. Uh, but yeah, like having him go back to that, like I get it, but like I feel there were a lot of steps missed, and all that it was was how did Boba Fett find? Like I would have been completely fine with. Just seeing Fennec Shan show up to that fucking um, star garage, ship garage, whatever. And, hey, Boba or Mando, want to go work for Boba? And like that last two minutes or not even two minutes. I would have been fine with that being in an episode and just being like, well, I guess they'll explore why Mando is there later. Like, yeah. But they wanted to give I got re- I, I kind of got upset with the Mandalorian episodes more than I did with the Boba Fett episodes, because I just feel like it didn't. It shouldn't have been told in Boba Fett. Yeah, it should no, be its I, own show. I completely agree with you. And that's one of the downfalls. I think the show took on because you want to hear these things about Boba Fett like it should. It's called the book of Boba Fett and it turned into the book of Boba. I'm going to let you come on in here, Mandalorian. And you can do whatever you got to do. <laughs> Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. It, it shouldn't have happened that way. But um, that that is and those episodes like I love the Mandalorian episodes, but uh, mm. I just wish they I also wish they weren't in there. Yeah, uh, I do want to talk about Fennec, which I love the character. But I also thought she was kind of a huge downfall to the show as well. And that goes back to where I was mentioning Boba Fett not really doing a lot of fighting and everything. She did majority of the fighting for him or like assassinations for him, especially in the last episode where I was highly, highly disappointed when you see the syndicate get taken out at the like it was one of the last scenes. Mm-hmm. They're in they're in the room and they all get taken out. And I was like, oh, but with Fett's like, you know, taking them all out and everything. It turned out to be Fennec. And I was like, oh, well, fuck this. Like it just it, badass character. But especially since they were responsible for the death of the Tuscan Raiders like you figured it would have been a little bit more personal and Boba Fett would have gone and taken him out you know yeah but he had to he had to pick his battle and I think he still sent somebody he considers family to go take out those fuckheads mm. so I was okay with it I also felt like it really showed because she's a master assassin not a mm. bounty hunter yeah and that was assassination like <laughs> you see the wormhead dude i forgot what that those dudes are called the little but... mayor dude yeah I third i yeah they have a weird alien name yeah but his little seeing the string go yeah. around his long neck i was like oh that's funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's dying <laughs> and then his joy. feet his big fucking feet <laughs> kicking uh uh he died he <laughs> what died. a loser <laughs> only losers die yeah can we can we take a moment? Well, I'll get I'll pull him up later. OK, so let's keep talking about Fennec Shan. I enjoyed Fennec. Um, I, I felt like most of her plot was, hey, why don't we do this bad thing? And Boba's like, we can't do the bad thing. OK, Boba, like <laughs> just. That's it. Why don't we sell <laughs> spice? Because we don't sell spice. Okay, Boba. <laughs> Just keep saying scenarios. Okay, Boba. <laughs> okay, Boba. 
<laughs> hey, Boba, should we kill those ducks? No, we don't kill ducks. Okay, Boba. <laughs> I, yeah, I just I I felt like that was a lot of her thing. Like she was just the bad cop to Boba being the good cop. Yeah. Uh, which was fine because like it did kind of like, oh, there is a slight moral dilemma because he is trying to be a gangster boss, but also be good to his community, which yeah. if you go back to like the Godfather movie. The like they were now it's been a while since I've watched The Godfather, but they were against selling drugs in their community like they were pretty usually in their own ways, pretty like proactive in their community and shit. And I feel like that's what Boba is kind of becoming the Godfather s character. I don't know if he'll be successful at it, but that's where I see him being like, that's what I relate to him more as not necessarily Scarface, but no, that's a very good comparison too. Um, I, for one, have never seen the Godfather movies, so I don't really? know. Really? Yeah. That's it's it. I refuse. I refuse. Why? <laughs> I just, I, it's between that citizen Kane and a bunch of other like old movies where people are like, Oh, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. I don't know. Gangster movies has never really been for me. Like I've, you mm-hmm. know, good, good fellas. People praise that movie. I don't like it. Um, Casino, I enjoyed. I think I saw that once. Uh, I don't know. It, that that genre or that subgenre has never really been uh, been something I, I feel like I have to watch. And I know it's a it's a classic. It's just I can't bring myself to do it. Um, but yeah, no, it's another good comparison. I also hate Scarface. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like Scarface, but. I mean, to be fair, you're not, like, supposed to like Scarface as a character? Or do you mean, like, the movie? The movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, the movie, I, I didn't like it. That was another... I don't know, I feel like a lot of those kinds of movies, everyone said, Scarface is so fucking good, it's so fucking good. I watched it, and I was like, why? So I feel like that's the same... Th- it's There's a guy that gets chopped up in a fucking... He gets chopped up by a chainsaw in a shower. It's fucking I good. know, I've seen or it. Or that's I've gonna happen it. to you. <laughs> That's why everyone likes it is because there's someone in their life that's like, ah, you like Scarface. Well, no, it was, it's an okay movie. You like fucking Scarface or you remember the shower scene. It's going to happen to you. <laughs> I mean, at least that's what my uncle told me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I more strong. I more relate Boba to the godfather s characters um because scarf like scarface tony montana i think it was the character's name um he wasn't about his community at all whereas like the got like the gangsters in godfather were until drugs like it was the second generation or the third generation that really started bringing in drugs and shit and then that's when it got fucked up but and that's yeah I like I like seeing Boba becoming like a good gangster lord. I like that, too. I like that, you know, he's going from badass, bad bounty hunter and his character arc is now him becoming uh, he's trying to be a good guy, which he he is now. He's you know, he's a good guy. He's not a bad guy. Well, Boba was never a bad guy. That's true. He was a bounty hunter. He was a neutral. Yeah, he was a bounty hunter. He went up wherever the money was. Yeah. 
Yeah. Same um, thing with uh, Cad Bane. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about Cad Bane? I want to talk about Cad motherfucking Bane. <laughs> all right, let's hop into Cad Bane. So, have you watched the animated stuff at all? I've watched a few episodes of, what was it, Clone Wars? I watched maybe like the first five episodes and the whole out of order thing threw me off oh, and I didn't continue with it. I watched. Right. I remember talking to you about that. Okay. I mean, yeah. continue explaining for the fans, but I forgot you were the person. Because, like, these episodes <laughs> drop, and then I just text, like, eight people. Like, oh, I just finished it. Let's fucking chat. <laughs> so I forget what I say to who. When you, I thought you were going to say, oh, yeah, you were the prick I was talking to about that. <laughs> That's what it sounded like you were No, because, like, especially with Clone Wars, like, I can understand why people don't. But like you just said, you the order episode order shit is dumb the last season of clone wars is good because it's a cohesive story but the other six seasons you have to like watch in a weird fucking order it's dumb it's a waste of time i'm too lazy to do it i've watched all of clone wars but i get why it's hard to get into it but yeah i i watched a little bit of uh, I think I watched a little bit of Rebels, too. Rebels, what was the one with, um, not Ahsoka, um, Katie Sackhoff played played her in, in season two of Mandalorian. That's Rebels. Okay, Rebels, so, okay. Yeah, she comes up in Rebels. She's also in Clone Wars. Mm, it was definitely in, Re- okay, but I did watch Rebels. That one was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed that. I just didn't continue with it for whatever reason. Um, I would definitely recommend watching that before the Ahsoka series comes out because it, yeah, I think that's going to tie into what happens in the Ahsoka series. All right, right on. Yeah, because they they did like kind of build that up in this season. Yes, Ahsoka's going kind of go off on an awesome quest. Oh yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Bad Batch. I haven't watched yet. That seemed like a cool one. Uh, what was it? Uh, it maybe it was Clone Wars because Cad Bane was introduced in Clone Wars, wasn't it? Cad Bane was introduced in Clone Wars, but he also I don't think he was in Rebels at all. I could be mistaken, but he was definitely a bad batch because I, I think I, I don't know if it was season two or season three back in the day when they were promoting like the new season and Cad Bane was like the main figure and it was like him i remember the the commercial it was him in the forefront and it was like a black screen with like red highlights and it was all the like these bounty hunters walking behind him too yeah it was probably when he was going to kidnap the chancellor or because he he did a lot of like high badass things in clone wars like walk into coruscant and just be like yeah i'm taking the government hostage have a good day i don't know how to tell you this he he is a badass character though he is um i go ahead go ahead when when you first like start to see him in episode six like way in the fucking back i knew it was him to the town i'm like wait that hat that's yeah. Cad Bane. Nah, they wouldn't do a live action Cad Bane. That's crazy. And then it gets closer. I'm like, there's no way it can't be Cad Bane. And then you you fucking see it's Cad Bane. And I'm like, I still don't know if it's Cad Bane. <laughs> I wanted to be Cad Bane. But then, whoo, shit, I loved him. He was terrifying. <laughs> it was, man. That, bro, the practice, you know my feelings on practical effects, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a lot in this season, not so good. Like the dog people, not good practical effects. Uh, but who the fuck are you? Who are the, who are the dog people? The, uh, opening to season five with the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, they were. I mean, the it was cool, but the not the prosthetics were not good. Uh, yeah. but Cad Bane looked fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. The mouth movements, the the eyes. I think the eyes were a little CGI'd, which is fine. That's totally fine. It worked. Uh, but his its entire appearance, his costume design, completely spot on, and he looks so fucking cool. He does. He's he is. That was one of my of all the characters in Star Wars lore that like they could make live action. I he was he'd be one I I never thought they would because he has such a unique like alien look and then to transport that into live action i i just thought they wouldn't do it because i mean even this technically he wasn't the right shade of blue oh jesus christ (laughs) when it's something i've heard like i didn't really care but like people have been bitching about and I think his eyes are like not the right proportions away or some shit. Yeah, it's it's silly, but like it's a different interpretation, though, you know, like, yeah, you can can have a character like. And and have them be different colors, they can have different shapes to them. I mean, taking Yoda from the movies and putting him into Clone Wars, like it's not the same proportions. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's a different interpretation of it. Uh, That kind of stuff never bothers me when it goes from like animated or comic to live action, unless it's, you know, Daredevil, Mm -hmm. Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Like I hated that costume. Uh, You know, it's it. It. it, It's okay to have different interpretations (laughs) on something. Yeah, they still pulled it off very successfully, and I I loved the character. Do you know his breathing apparatus thing? Do you know why he has that? No, please please share. So he can't get force choked. No shit. Yeah, he can breathe absolutely fine without him. He had them implant it so that because he killed Jedi and Sith, like he would if there's a bounty out for him, he's gonna take it. So he would go after Jedi and Sith and especially oh. Sith fucking force choke. Can't do that to me, motherfucker. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a badass dude. Um, I only know I know very little about the character, but I know I'm usually obsessed with characters from Star Wars the same way I'm obsessed with characters from comic books. It's I know a little bit of the history. I usually get drawn to them based on appearance, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I can talk about any, almost any character in comic books. Um, as far as like what they look like, their names, a uh, little bit of their, you know, backstory. But Cad Bane was one of those people where it was like, I'm familiar with him the same way I'm familiar with IG 88 and uh, boss Nass uh, and like, mm-hmm. you know, characters like that. I don't know their history. Uh, do you know the history between Boba Fett and Cad Bane? A bit. Um, so I, I I doubt I know all of it, but I know. So Boba Fett, um, after or during the Clone Wars, he was actually in a few episodes. Um, and he would you he I think sometimes worked for and or against Cad Bane. And I know that Boba Fett's dent in his helmet is from Cad Bane. 
now it's it's from a deleted scene from Clone Wars where those two have a duel and Cad Bane, I think, yeah, he wins. Um, Cad Bane wins and Boba gets the dent in his helmet. They uh, both obviously walked away, but yeah. Um, and that's why Boba during his interaction with Cad Bane was like, I'm not a young boy anymore. And, uh, yeah, yeah. cause they, they knew each other as kids, right? Well, yeah, they were both top-notch fucking bounty hunters who would be very competitive with each other. Like, no, hire me. No, hire me Mm -hmm. type deal shit. And I'm pretty sure at one point or another, Boba worked for Cad. It might have just been like on a team where Cad hired a bunch of other up-and-coming bounty hunters. Yeah. Because in the Clone Wars era, Cad Bane was... Well, it was Jango Fett, and when Jango Fett died, uh, Cad Bane became, like, the galaxy's most fearsome bounty hunter. So, like, a lot of... He, it was pretty easy for him to recruit other bounty hunters because they'd want to learn from him. Which it's really, I guess, just, like, shoot them before they shoot you. That's yeah. how you win. I don't know. <laughs> and don't let them grab their gaffy stick. <laughs> so, Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you feel? Uh, two questions here. How did you okay. feel when Boba Fett stabbed Cad Bane? And do you actually <laughs> think he's dead? So going into episode seven, I was very happy we got the gaffy stick to be used against a boss fight like that, that fight. Yeah. But I was also kind of hoping for like, well, the f- Freetown people might not show up, so I went over to another tribe of fucking Tuscans, spoke with them, and they're coming over. Like, I was expecting fucking Tuscans to start shooting people off at any fucking moment, and we got the gaffy stick usage, so. Yeah. I got 50% of it. You, you were almost there, buddy. That Honestly, man, that would have been pretty badass if... I mean, when Boba Fett leaves the the last fight, you know he's going to get the Rancor. But that would have been badass, too, if he left and it was like, oh, yeah, I know a, I know another tribe of Cus- Tusken Raiders. Yeah. You know, you know we, we hung out throughout the years. Uh, that would have been that would have been really fucking cool if Tusken Raiders came in and started fighting. Yeah, because that's that's what I was kind of hoping would happen. Like um, fucking the Rohirrim at in Gondor, Minas Trinith, the fucking city is almost fall, fallen, and all of a sudden, Tusken Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> you just see six six thousand Tusken Raiders on their banthas. <laughs> that would uh, that would have been dope. It would have been. We didn't get that. We did get him killing Cad Bane, and I do think he killed Cad Bane with the gaffy stick. Um. And I, I just, I think Cad Bane's dead because Boba wouldn't let a threat like that live. Yeah. Cad Bane is also old, like, old for his race. Yeah. They usually, like, their old age is 50 to 60, and he's in his 70s. So, like, he's considered, like, a 90-year-old human <laughs> to us. Like, wow. he's he's old, he should be using a fucking walker um <laughs> to get around 
It's probably why he was able to just walk through the middle of the town with no one stopping him. Oh, that's just some fucking old dude. <laughs> what's he going to do? Yeah, what's he going to? Oh, he's going to murder most of us. That's right. <laughs> he's going to kill the sheriff and his uh, deputy. <laughs> well, sheriff's not dead. Yeah, we. Yep, yep, yep. Which I'm I'm excited about. I mean, I didn't think I was half expecting him to show up with like his arm in a sling and just be like using his left hand to shoot and be kind of bad with it. But like yeah. they didn't show him at all. Like, yeah, at well, all. Come on. He only got shot in the fucking shoulder. Yeah, I knew I knew he wasn't dead either. Yeah. Uh, when at the end of the episode, uh, she says, do you want to go in the tank or whatever? <laughs> He says, no, it's being used. And then you see what's what uh, BK. And then I so saw my initial thought was, OK, BK's in there because he told yeah. him that he'd let him, you know, get in the bath or in yeah. the tub. And uh, so then you see BK and I'm like, well, who the fuck is in there then? And then it ends with the uh, yeah, with uh, Timothy Oliphant and the the uh, what's that rapper's name? Stingray. Um... Is that? Storm, Scorp, I don't remember. I know it starts with an S, but I forget who he actually is. Yeah, he, he's the one that like modifies people, though. Yeah. Yeah, it shows Dr. up with Mod. Yeah, he, he shows up and uh, he's got his crazy little switchy hand thing on and he's getting ready to operate on Timothy Oliphant. So I, I'm I'm intrigued to see what happens with that character. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Timothy, uh, the Marshall's going to start working with Boba. Mm hmm. And there's going to be a strong alliance there where um, you we might actually see Boba give the marshal the armor, the Mandalorian armor. Yeah, it was it was brought up multiple times in this season too. like, oh, bet you wish you had your armor. Oh, if only you didn't leave him without his armor or your armor. Mm -hmm. Like it was said so many times. So, yeah, it would be cool if Boba Fett gave his armor over to him. And, you know, he just chilled in the palace and let, you know, next season, it could be Timothy Oliphant leading leading the show. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Fennec Shan going on quest to Hell murder yeah. the fuck out of people. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'd be uh, OK with that. Did you cry when the Gomorians died or was that just me? Oh, my God. Well, my favorite animal is the pig. I've always had a soft, soft spot for the guards. Is that why you like me so much? Why? What? Because I'm a You're... little pig. I'm a little piggy boy. Maybe That's that what you a... call me. <laughs> you say, JC, you're my little piggy boy. Oink I... for me, JC. Oink. And I then slide I go. A... <laughs> I slide a little quarter in your butt crack. And then I say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um... my little piggy bank? <laughs> Oops, I didn't mean to put that quarter in, and then you fist it out of my butthole. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> I always take things too far, Gizmo. Always. Oh, my God. Oh, I missed you, buddy. Right. <laughs> he says uh, that with regret. Like, I have other geeky friends I could have had on this. <laughs> fuck, why'd I bring JC into this shit? <laughs> They wouldn't be sexually harassing me nearly as much. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All right. <laughs> um, I did. I did. I got upset when the when the Gamorrean guards were because they right, you know, right from the get go, when they 
are, you know, brought onto Boba's team and they protect him in that first fight and everything. I'm like, oh, the, yes, finally, we get to see them, like, actually do shit. Yeah. Because I think the only thing prior to this, the only thing I've ever seen him, you know, one gets eaten by a rancor. You never actually see them do anything other than walk. Um, yeah, they're so, very but they're like always referred to as like kind of badass guards. But yeah. And every time you see them, they just die. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's like the uh, you know, they're kind of relatable to me to the um, the Imperial Guards, the ones in the red cloaks. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, badass look and they're supposed to be some of the best fighters in the galaxy and everything. But you never actually saw them do anything. They just stand there. Yeah. You know? It's it's very similar in that that aspect of uh, the them. I I grew attached to, and I thought they were cool. And the second when the you know in the last episode where the the backstab happens, and you know BK gets attacked, the mods get attacked, the guards get attacked, and once they start getting pushed and pushed over to the edge of the cliff. And then they fall and they scream and they squeal. I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Like I was I was I was very upset that they killed the guards off. Yeah, I I mean, they had to like one of the three groups had to die. But honestly, I would have preferred it be BK. Um, But uh, yeah, the Grimorian guard because they were like. Boba gave them their life like he could have just killed them which is what the torture robot guy wanted. And then he's like, nah, fucking serve me. And they immediately made themselves useful. Yeah. In that, in that first fight that they did yeah. with him, like they came and they protected him. They were fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, they were very useful. And it was the second, you know, the second, well, why would you have them stationed near a cliff? Right. Yeah. Like, out in the middle of nowhere near a cliff. Everyone else is like in town in a safe location they're out in the middle of fucking nowhere next to a cliff yeah yeah it didn't it didn't make a lot of sense also like you have three you have a a a group of two gamorian guards a giant Mm wookie by himself and then these people who are all all, like heavily modded you don't think your guys are gonna stand out in a crowd and be easy fucking pickings (laughs) like Ah, oh, they're supposed to be spying and looking out for the pikes. Yeah. Why? Yeah. The pikes know where the fuck you're at. <laughs> you guys stand out Look like a sore thumb. Walk right up to your shit. Yeah. <laughs> your spies did nothing for you. <laughs> it's not even like BK was like trying to hide and keep an eye out. No, no he's, he's standing, standing in the middle of a fucking road with a giant gun. Yeah. <laughs> Like, imagine just being a normal townsperson and being like, what the fuck? What the fuck's with this Wookiee? There's going to be a gangster war today. Most likely attack of Rancor. We got to get we got to get out of the town today, guys. <laughs> There's no way this Wookiee's standing out here without like. And why would you send the Wookiee to the Trandoshan area? <clears throat> because Wookiees fucking hate Trandoshans. Why would you send him there? <laughs> He's most likely going to murder something just for fun and out of boredom. Like, yep. oh, my God. Send the guards there. Yeah. And then they wouldn't have fallen off the cliff. I know. My, my poor little guards. Mind you, I think BK is fantastic. I oh, do yeah. like him as a character. He's very when he first showed up, I didn't 
I didn't read the comics that he was in, so I had no idea who the fuck he was. I'm just like, that's a badass Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. He would kill Chewbacca for sure. Yeah, I would sa- want Chewie to win, but he, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's savage in the comics. That's what I've heard. Dude, let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk about the final episode and then, you know, anything else that you can think of. I mean, we're already, already talking about the final episode. I do want to talk about the Rancor a lot. Yeah, me too. That seeing the Rancor outside of a dungeon, because again, only time I've ever seen a Rancor actually out fighting and being crazy and shit the whole time, bro. I'm sitting there watching it. And when it gets shot in the stomach, I was like, they better not kill this fucking Rancor. I would have fucking gone to Disney. I would have gone to Disney, not the park, wherever corporate is. And I would have wanted to speak to a manager. They would not have seen a Karen like me. You going full on JC Karen. <laughs> Excuse me. Who killed the Rancor? I need to speak to their manager. <laughs> oh man, the Rancor was so awesome. I'm pretty sure Robert Rodriguez did direct the last episode too. He did. He directed like majority of the episodes, but he did the last one. And I thought uh, it's 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 kind of odd that they would hire him to direct some of these episodes because he is such an abstract filmmaker. Um, he is his mind is so out there, which you do see in a lot of the episodes. But as far as having the, I think the best scenes of the episode, that final episode, were with the Rancor and showing the battle between. It was very, very reminiscent of like Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla to me, where mm-hmm. you know this dude could definitely, definitely make a whether it's a Godzilla movie or a Pacific Rim movie, anything involving like a kaiju. I think he would totally crush it. Yeah, no, I agree because <clears throat> just seeing like you kind of like what you said, seeing the Rancor move throughout this urban environment was fan. Like you first see him climbing up onto a building yeah uh slowly you see his fucking head well you see his back and then you see his head and it's beautiful like the reveal of the rancor gave me a, a hard on and then he gets up there he you you see his full body and then he's like ah there's something i gotta fucking murder when he jumps to that other building and he's ve- like it's very athletic mm-hmm. like it's not just some big cumbersome fucking creature. They are an alpha predator. Like they're there to fuck shit up. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's what was really cool about it. Cause you're used to seeing this big bulbous thing inside the small little room. This thing's out and free now and seeing it jump Mm -hmm. from building to building, even doing like the little King Kong scenario at the end where it's climbing up the tower and shit. Like this thing actually has like, has moves it's it's very agile which i thought was you know i thought it was spectacular yeah in um the bad batch they do have an episode with a juvenile um rancor and he like how it's very now that's animated so it was cool to watch but like and it was a juvenile so much smaller but um it was still very like interesting to see it move at a decent speed and be able to use its arms because of how long they are. Like the the velocity at those freaking t- tipped fingers with those claws, like they're going to rip through shit. <clears throat> and just the like the power when 
when that Rancor was pushing on one of those shields and you saw the fucking shield start to dig into the ground, like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they're strong. They're strong. You even see the claw go through the shield at one point, too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, dude, I'll, and, you know, I'm going to throw this back to what we were saying earlier, too. One of the things I appreciate, appreciate about these shows is going back into the lore of Star Wars and, like, taking these background characters and doing something spectacular like this. Like, I think that's where the shows really do win Mm -hmm. as far as bringing these background characters or like, you know, five minute characters out and giving them playtime, because I, I do think that's what makes it a little bit more magical. Um, You know, it doesn't matter what I think about the overall season or show, uh, but those are the parts that I take away where I'm like, yeah, this was awesome. Yeah. And what's, what's nice about, the book about like there's not going to be a season two to the best of my knowledge there's not going to be a season two there's just it's a standalone here's what happens to these characters during on this spot in this small time frame and it's freaking awesome like we got to see Cobb vance and uh fucking mando talk again because they were both in the same like it makes sense and it, it it was nice to see it, but I'm also happy like I'm not expecting a season two where all these characters come back for another round of beers and there's yeah. enough like no, just let Boba be fucking Boba. He could show up in other series. Um he can show up in the Ahsoka series. He I I mean I doubt it, but he can. He yeah. could show up in other Mandalorian seasons, which I find to be way more likely. Mm-hmm. Um but like he doesn't need another season, but I like that they told this story. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I do agree with you. <clears throat> Good, because otherwise I would have had to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I yeah. want you to come here. Maybe I should say, you know, no, no, I don't agree with you. I will wear your head as a hat. <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> I knew I knew what you were trying to push me to. And I'm like, I'll just say it. We'll just get it out of the way. I'm going to wear Gizmo's head as a fucking hat one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, dude. Uh, what what else we got, dude? I mean, uh, another thing I want to say about the episode, and it's I don't want to end it on a negative note because I feel like we, we got really positive with it. Um, one of the things about the final episode that like kind of drove me crazy was it was just like, it was very repetitive steps as far as Mando and Boba are held down in this room. One thing I did love is when he says, well, we could stay here or we could go out fighting and, you know, may, maybe make it to your palace or whatever. And, you know, wh- whatever the conversation was. But then when Mando says this is the way like he's still he's still under the Mandalorian you know, religion, I'll call it. Yeah, he still follows the ways. Oh, we should talk about that bullshit. <sighs> I'm upset. What are you upset about? All right, let's see. That let's the see. armor and it's past Vizsla is, is that dude's name. I looked it up. That they kicked Mando out because he showed his face to little baby Grogu. Yeah, uh, he also showed it to uh, Bill Burr. No, Bill Burr specifically said he never saw his face. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. He yeah, did specific- right. I mean, he was lying and like kind of like, hey, I never saw your face. Please don't kill me and hunt me down uh, because I did see your face for sure. But like 
don't murder me, please. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, I feel like Bill Burr's character. Um, don't say it. it. Well, no, like that's not what made Mando hesitate in giving that answer. It was because he knew he willingly showed his face to Grogu. Grogu. Yeah. And that's why he hesitated with giving that answer. Like, because the Bill Burr thing, like, whatever. But the Grogu thing, he couldn't hide because it was a it was a very important moment for him as a character as well. I thought you were going to say Bill Burr's character was a piece of shit and I was going to. No, I love Bill Burr's character. All right, good. I'm glad we agree on that. I think he's one of the best characters from that. Uh from that show i I, I hope he shows i hope he i actually started wanting him to show up in book of boba fett that would have been great if he's just like oh i know some hired guns we can get he's got three (laughs) 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 haha like oh and then he just comes in and starts shit talking boba fett like that would have been wonderful oh so you were with the fucking tuscans for five years you got sand in your ass or what like what what's going on i don't know Something fucking Bill Burr would say. Yeah. I love that he's not even that big of a Star Wars fan. Yeah, he's not. He <laughs> he has he could care less about Star Wars. <laughs> but he's he's good in the show, man. He's he's he is. He's, I enjoy him a lot. Yeah, he's uh, wonderful. I, one of my friends actually asked me, he's, he said, Who do you think one of the best actors is in the Mandalorian? And I said, Bill Burr. I thought he I thought he crushed his part. He sure did. Uh, um Bill. Be yourself, but like you also have this robot that shoots like robot arm that shoots a gun and you're really good at shooting guns. But other than that, be yourself in Star Wars. I got this. Oh, sorry. Are you good, man? Uh, Like I I was saying, though, as far as like the repetitiveness of the last episode where, you know, they're pinned down and everything and then. Who? What was it? Uh, the Freetown people come in as the Calvary. Yeah, they do the crappy Rohirrim charge in instead of 6,000 Banthas with Tusken Raiders, which is what it should have been. <laughs> Especially because I'm pretty sure a Tusken gun like could have gotten through the fucking shields. When they were like, oh, our kinetic weapons are too fast and our energy weapons can't work because Tusken guns are weird. Mm. I'm pretty sure they're basically like musket rifles. I yeah. think it might have worked. Probably not. But that's where I thought they were going. I had forgotten about the Rancor. And then it, I heard the roar. And I'm like, oh, so he got the Rancor. I'm OK with that. It makes a lot more sense <laughs> storyline wise. Because where the fuck are Tuscans? Uh, they haven't been referenced in the area at all. Like they're not just on the sidelines waiting for yeah. the go ahead from the coach, you know. Yeah, there was never a mention of like, well, there's other colonies of Tuscans around. Yeah, at least not like right outside the city because they would have had to they ride Banthas. How fast are they getting anywhere? You know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, those things are slow. Yeah, yeah. But they hold water for a while. What's important in the desert? With the uh, so with the Freetown Cavalry coming in. They end up, they still get pinned down behind the car. And then was it, I think uh, the mod squad comes in. They're no help. They get taken out really quickly. And then BK comes in, he gets lit up. Yeah. And it's like, so is there actually going to be a cavalry that comes in? But it, it was just like, it was just so repetitive. It was like, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, they're here. Oh, well, fuck. They got taken. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. To yeah, be, be fair, fair, those scorpion thing, the, the Scorpexes, I think they're called, um, like, in the, when they were first used in the Clone Wars, not the show, but during that time, like, uh-huh. they killed platoons of clones. Like, they were, they were battle winners against hardened soldiers with equipment. They could take, like, they're nothing to bat a fucking eye at. And there was no way, like, as soon as I saw what they were, I'm like, they're dying. <laughs> they're, I do, I literally, because even, like, the Tuscans, unless they have, like, some crazy special weapon, which I don't, like, I actually don't think their things would work. But in my mind, that was the only thing I could think of that they might be alluding at. I, I was like, they're, they're dead. If, what did you? Because Luke's not fucking showing up to save them. These things will—they can kill armies. Like, whew. so w- what did you think when Mando pulled out the? And I'm saying Mando because I don't—I'm not—I can't say his real name. But what did you think when Mando pulled out the dark saber and that wouldn't go through the force field? <clears throat> no, that makes sense. Because um, those scorpion scorpexes—they're built. As like larger droidicas from the like the prequel the series prequels. and the Clone Wars, yeah. yeah. And you couldn't use a lightsaber versus their shield either. Like, so why would it? Like, I I knew it would just bounce off. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't expecting anything different, but yeah, I just, mm, I didn't think of any. I I was like, oh, he's trying a last resort because I know yeah. he doesn't like using it, but he's got nothing fucking else. Yeah. Once he pulled it out, I was like, oh, fuck yeah!" And it, it, it was just that continuous that, that and going back to that, man, uh, it was just like the continual thing of it's like, oh, here they come. Oh, they're fucking down. Oh, BK. Oh, he's down. And it, it was the same thing. It's like, oh, he's pulling out the dark saber. Well, that's a fucking bust. Like it was yeah. it was very repetitive in that nature to a point where I was like, no matter what they do, they're fucked. I guess. I don't know. And I then mean, the rank, yeah. <laughs> then the rank I... came out and I was like fuck yeah and then it got shot and i was like all right fuck it i'm done with this (laughs) honestly i'm pretty sure other than the rancor the only thing that he could he might have been able to use was his ship Mm. but even that like the sonic bomb thing would have been the only weapon that might have done something to them yeah and i can't even 100 percent say that because those things have taken on tanks and starfighters before like yeah they might very well be able to survive that shit. Um, so I, I really, if not for their Rancor, they would have died 100%. There would have been yeah. no way they could have won. Those things have killed fucking Jedi. Like, only 100 of them, I believe, were ever built within the galaxy. Uh, so how the Pikes, this is actually an interesting thing, is how did the Pikes get fucking two of them? Yeah. Because they're like a delicacy in the military like they are i cannot keep fucking talking these motherfuckers up one thing another thing that i i loved about this last episode when the rancor goes crazy and everything and mando tries jumping on his back to be like hey buddy and he just like get the fuck off of me yeah yeah i like that mando's like i could be boba you're not boba get the fuck out of here you're not the daddy no, you're not my daddy. Only my daddy can pull my chains. <laughs> or uh, or Grogu. 
our Grogu. Yes. I, How cute was that? That was especially when he curled up for a little nap next to yeah, him. Yeah, he said, oh. okay, I snuggle up next to you, Rancor. Um, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I was half expecting, like, Grogu's mouth to expand and him just eat the Rancor. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that looks like a big frog. No, Grogu, no! <laughs> just pull out, a l- or pull out a little fork and knife and just start cutting away at his fucking skin. <laughs> also, how fantastic was it that Luke, when he was training Grogu, was <laughs> like, frogs. food, food's the only way I'm going to get through to this fucking kid. Yeah. <laughs> he lifts up all the frogs out of the water and he goes, ah. He's like, so you say I could get that many frogs with the force? <laughs> fucking, I'm in. Oh, wait, I don't want to. You want me to give up my daddy? No, nah, fuck you. Yeah, you had to do it. You had to do it, didn't you? Fuck you, Luke. And oh, only man. the Sith deal in absolutes. I just well, say, like as soon as he gave him that ultimatum, I'm like, you're so fucking dumb, Luke. Well, here's a here's something else I wanted to ask you about too, man. Because at the point, from what I remember growing up with Star Wars, is uh, Return of the Jedi is when we see Luke Skywalker coming in his black robe and everything. And at some point in time, Luke Skywalker does dabble in the dark side. So in this season, we see him in all black and everything. So that was actually something I thought watching it was like, I wonder if this is like pre him going like dabbling in the dark side. So in in episode six, he was shown, um, I think his clothing went pretty dark and that was kind of shown or that was lucas trying to be like oh maybe he will side with his dad at the end but he did he instead ended up pulling his dad back to the light in certain and i haven't read them because i was not born in the 80s um certain legends continuity uh books he does go down into the dark side and gets pulled back yeah I can't go into those details because I don't know them. I just know it happens. Same. Um, but it it's I think what they're trying to do with Luke right now is show how he becomes the old miserable asshole we had in the sequels. <laughs> yeah. The I'm just going to live on a fucking mountain and drink blue fucking titty milk from this cow sea cow thing. Until I die. That's me. <laughs> like I think we're so we're going to see him fail and fail and fail and this is the first failure for him yeah. he gave this kid an ultimatum and the kid was like fuck off because that's what like the Jedi from the prequels were already fucked they had already abandoned and and forgotten the true Jedi way which and this is something like that I see in like um, other movies and stuff where it's like you have this order of people who think they have to detach from society. Even like Avatar The Last Airbender, Aang, thinks he has to lose his attachments to Katara in order to fully master the Avatar state. That's not what's being shown. It's you have to be OK with You can still love those people. You can still have very strong feelings for those people, but you cannot let what happens to those people affect you. You have to learn your inner 
emotions and be able to control them so that the outside does not affect you, but you can still affect the outside. You can still have strong feelings for the outside. You just cannot let it negatively take you off your path. Right. And that's kind of like the Jedi uh, in, in Mace Windu, that council age, that's what they fucked up. Yeah. They were restrained, like they were taking choices away from people. To be a mm-hmm. Jedi, you have to do this. To be a Jedi, you have to do, you can't have love a love life. Because yeah. even Obi-Wan in the Clone Wars has a love life. And he feels bad about it. And Obi-Wan is a great fucking Jedi. But you're saying, like, according, and he has to hide those things. Because it's not truly about that. It's not. And Obi-Wan does it. Obi-Wan's the proof that you can be a fantastic Jedi and have all those core beliefs and not let the death of somebody you love turn you to the dark side. Right. Yeah. My rant's over. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) I was I was with you. I was with you. (laughs) I got I got a little passionate. I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah. No, you're very I could tell. I it was when you're it's passionate. just <laughs> um, it's just one of like I see it a lot in movies and it's or shows media whatever and it's always one of those things where it's like oh they strayed away from the path and that's why you know they fucked up no Aang like the Avatar Last Airbender Aang he realized he had to detach himself from Katara at the end of season two he re- like he that was the only way he could save Katara because he still had feelings for Katara, but he was still able to detach those feelings from his feelings, from his emotions. Her she her death would not negatively bring him down and make him go insane, which when you're the Avatar or a Jedi or a fucking wizard or whatever, like that's a good thing, like have control over your emotions and stay on the good side. That makes sense. It's okay to have that humanity. <clears throat> yeah. It, uh, it's just, you have to train to not, yeah, not fall off your path. Okay. Now I'm done with my rant. I promise. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, I do want to start to wrap this up. Um, okay. mainly cause I have to do a reading soon. Anything else that you wanted to drop in here about the season? Positives, negatives, I mean, I, the the big positive from this season for me, uh, it expanded the lore. It really, it's it's. I hope, God damn it, what I drop. I hope that there's not going to be a, a Boba Fett season two. I hope Boba Fett comes back in other episodes with in other series. We got a fucking Obi Wan coming up. We got Ahsoka coming up. We got fucking who knows how many other series. I hope they just do one-off series like this all the time. Yeah. It was so much fun to watch. There were issues, like, they definitely made episode five be a Mando-heavy episode because they didn't know what they wanted to do with Boba Fett. He literally was not... Episode five and six, he had, like, two lines. 30 seconds of showtime. I mean, the show has his fucking name in it. Honestly, I I don't have too many critiques other than like I wish Grogu's story 
with Luke was longer. I, I don't necessarily want him to be there when Kylo goes insane. What when Luke goes insane and then drives Kylo insane, whatever. But like I would have preferred him stay with Luke for a couple more years and let Mando like maybe not have another Mandalorian season three for a little bit or have Mandalorian season three and season four not have fucking Grogu in it and instead have him being a badass trying to restore the honor of Mandalore or restore Mandalore and find out who should really be leading Mandalore and all that time baby Grogu can be learning and strengthening in the force and when he when he finally does come back it could have been in a very like heroic way like he just lifts up of like a rancor i was half expecting him to lift up the rancor kind of like he did to the mud horn in season mm-hmm. one of mandalorian i'm like is he gonna fucking lift that shit because that's pretty whoo that's gonna fuck his day up now instead he used the force in a in a different way yeah he uh he calmed it and put it put him to sleep yeah he said, hey, you need, a, you, you need to take a nappy, Mr. Rancor. I need a nappy. You look like you could use a nappy, too. <laughs> oh, here. Okay, I cuddle with you. Here I come. <laughs> oh, it was so adorable. I can't wait till the pop figurine of that comes out. <laughs> oh, I'm buying that. Yeah. I'm buying that so hardcore. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, wait, hold on one second. Oh, God. I got this big... Oh, Big God. baby Yoda. Oh, it's so cute. Right? 15 bucks. I couldn't pass it up. No, I wouldn't <laughs> pass that up for 15 bucks. Fuck no. I I did like oh, what the fuck's that bitch's name? Moto. What's her what's the 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 little chick who fucks the um, she she had a relationship with a a uh, Jawa. Um Oh, uh and uh, uh Sedaris. What the Yeah, hell? her yeah. character. I do like that when she got uh, baby Grogu out of the X-Wing, she's like, Grogu, that's a dumb name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not calling you that. Like, I will always call him Grogu, but I definitely understand the people who are just like, no, he's baby Yoda. Fuck that shit. I'll be honest with you. I always call him baby Yoda. I'm only calling him. This is the first time I've been using his real name. Uh, in so long because it's it's always been baby Yoda I've never called him the child I never I never called him Grogu it's always been baby Yoda I've never uh, called him the child that's weird it is weird <clears throat> but yeah I as soon as they came out with his name's Grogu I'm like oh yeah he's Grogu okay yeah. um but no I get why people are like no baby Yoda's cuter it is Grogu's a terrible name <laughs> well, that's a dumb name <laughs> yeah i loved it i love that she said that yeah. that was wonderful to me she's not one of my favorite characters from the mandalorian but i i do love that that she's a comedian um mm-hmm. so i don't want to say actress i do love that comedian i think she's hysterical it's just her character never really did it for me i find her to be a little bit more annoying but that line was hilarious yeah how how did you feel about the major domo major domo the the Twi'lek guy that was like the ambassador between the mayor and Boba Fett. Oh, the they called him Tailhead. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't stand him. I fucking loved him. Every time he opened his mouth, I'm like comedy gold. 
This no, is that, wonderful. That, uh, when he goes <laughs> out there and he starts reading Boba Fett's uh, declaration to the to the syndicate or whatever, and he said, "Yeah, we're," and you think he's gonna get shot. I was like, "Oh, fucking do it! <laughs> fucking do it! Get yeah. rid of him." There's no. another. There was another point in the season too where there was a C-3PO droid walking, and it looks like it's gonna get hit by one of the speeders. And I was like, "You yeah, fucking kill him!" Didn't, <laughs> didn't happen. No, I I love that freaking major domo guy. I thought he was he added like a type of humor that I just loved because it was just like he wasn't. He's a villain. He is a bad guy. And yeah. he will sell you out at his earliest convenience. And like he is he is a slime ball of a character, but he's not like viciously. <laughs> he's well spoken. Yeah. He's, you know, like he could be out buying fruits and vegetables and people won't be looking at him weird. But he's always like number one is him and he fucking knows it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I was half expecting when he went out to be to go with the Pikes, him be like, yo, they're fucking in there. Get me out of here. I don't want I'm their, <laughs> I'm their prisoner. Like 100 percent. Just get me the fuck out of this situation to the Pikes. And um, which honestly, I think Boba also kind of thought mm. he him and Mando just needed a distraction. That's all yeah. they needed. They knew. Yeah. But I yeah, I love that character. I, I shouldn't say I love that character. I did enjoy that character. Okay, that's a better word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I I hope I was hoping he was gonna get shot, but yeah, maybe next season. I almost <laughs> thought the Rancor was gonna eat him, which I would have enjoyed more. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> but did you have a favorite character? My favorite character this season, I will say, was the well, it was actually it was the guards. I liked them a lot. Overall, I think like most badass, um, fun character other than the Rancor was probably I would say BK. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm like, badass BK. He he did the thing. He did the thing. The arm rip. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as 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 like just watching him get drunker and drunker, watching those Trendoshans. Like, uh, ooh, I'm a, and then when he picked that motherfucker up, I'm like, he's going to pull his arms out of his sockets. Yep, just yep. like fucking haunt. They finally paid it off. Yep. Because <laughs> Chewie's too much of a good guy to do it. Yeah. BK's not. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he's probably definitely my favorite of the season. Yeah. And I'm like, well, Cad Bane, but you know. Cad Bane was a badass, but I wouldn't say he was my favorite character. He really didn't get a lot to do. Whereas I think BK like showed, like you said, it was a, he did a reference and like, he was still a badass character and he was savage. The dude got shot like 50 times. times, Yeah. And he, and he just got tackled by like eight Trendoshans. Yeah. And he got out of it. Like he came, (laughs) he's like, well, I fought, you know, all those Trendoshans off. Now I'm going to go into (laughs) war and I'm still going to get shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and i'm gonna be okay kept, with it and he still kept fighting the whole time dude's a badass yeah. yeah yeah he he really oh he he was the real mvp all right dude i hate to wrap this up so suddenly no, you got now shit to do. yeah but uh yeah so overall thoughts on the season Wonderful. i will say you you loved it i 
I'm hesitant, but, <laughs> but, you know, getting our thoughts out there and everything, there were parts of it I did love and like, and things I disliked overall as a season, it was, it's always fun to get the lore from star Wars, which I will always appreciate about these shows. Now um, I'm very excited to see what happens with the Obi-Wan series. Super, super excited. Uh, I really cannot wait for that. Um, and that's that's a, you know, I was saying before about bringing the actor who played Django back to play Boba Fett, which I do think is a mistake. Um, bringing Obi-Wan, uh, Ewan McGregor coming back to play Obi-Wan. I can't wait to see that. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, me too. I'm uh, super excited. So, yeah, overall, uh, <laughs> not a, if you're, a, you know, I would say anyone that hasn't seen it yet who is a Star Wars fan, check it out. Uh, it's definitely worth, what was it, seven episodes? Yeah, seven episodes, all between 40 minutes and an hour and some minutes long. So, yeah, I, check it out. It's, you know, it, <coughs> I got a lot out of it. I enjoyed it for the most part as a series overall. Not the biggest fan. I, uh, But, yeah, I think it's worth a watch. I obviously also think it's worth a watch. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I'm actually going through my second time of rewatching it. So uh, <laughs> I, I, honestly, after talking to you, I might jump back into the Clone Wars. I might have another go at that. I might try to figure out how to watch it in chronological order. I know there's a few websites to do like that will list it. I wish fucking Disney would just put it in that order. Yeah. But if you don't watch like season one through six, I understand you should definitely watch seven and um rebels if you didn't finish rebels do that and do bad batch right on yeah i'll definitely check out bad batch <laughs> at some point um uh yeah after just after talking to you man i just want to get back in and like really dive into those a little bit yeah uh but um jeremy man it's uh glad to have you back on here and talk to you about stuff i miss you i miss you too <laughs> so cute i mean you miss me more than i miss you because i have cameras i mean i don't have cameras set up in your house that would be weird right that would be that would be unethical um oh. Oh. i don't watch you in the shower that oh would be that would be a little creepy okay okay uh <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're gonna get a special show tomorrow okay <laughs> 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 all right man uh go ahead and uh plug mission spooky oh yeah i'm jc the host of mission spooky where we talk about spooky stuff like it's our mission because it is we recently did our episode 69 which is about well sex and ghosts and stuff and did you know ghosts can haunt possess and haunt your butthole and your wiener hole so keep those Get a priest. Get those checked for possessions. Gizmo, I wish I was even lying to you. We did a very deep dive into priests who specialize in exercising vaginas, buttholes, and mouths. What the fuck? With their dicks. All right. I, I really got to listen to this fucking episode. <laughs> it's a good episode. Check that shit out. Uh, we recently interviewed Michelle, I forget her last name because I'm a garbage person, but she has been on Paranormal State, 
and a few other shows. Once again, I'm garbage, and I didn't have any of this information pulled up in front of me. It was a great uh, interview. It is coming out shortly. I don't know when this is going to air, and I don't know when that's going to air. So it's coming out sooner or later. Check that out, too. It was a great interview. I was actually well-behaved because she was also recording it for her Patreon content. So I was like, oh, God. I don't have control of the editor who's going to take out the bad things I say. (laughs) (laughs) So I was very polite. Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) She's also like, she has a lot of books out and she's very like well-versed in her shit. And it's like, I was kind of intimidated. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I know. Right. Oh, but yeah, um, we're doing a lot of great shit over at Mission Spooky. Join us, uh, listen to us, join our Patreon. We have a lot of good content on there as well. Word up, man. Well, again, it's been a pleasure. Uh, uh, JC is going to be coming back. We're going to be doing a season review, season end review for Peacemaker. So whether that's next week or the following week, but we are going to be talking Peacemaker. Uh, not going to say what we think about it right now. You're going to have to wait and tune in next time. I fucking hate it. <laughs> Vigilante's a bitch. All right. Whoa, you take that back. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we all know the real bitch is Eagly. Oh, you I know. I just bitch. wanted to say something you to hurt son. you. I just wanted to. I love Eagly. I could never. I couldn't hold on to it. I just wanted to hurt you. <laughs> All right, you have a good night, sir. It was wonderful being on. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for being on, everyone. Uh, so we got Peacemaker coming, and then Krista is also coming back for another episode of Nightmare Buddies. We're going to be discussing trailers and possibly the future of horror remakes and reboots. So tune in for those next time. And, uh, yeah, JC, love you, buddy. And to everyone else, as always. Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. Check y'all next time. Love ya. going to do a review of um fuck what's that movie that you always yeah, fuck with fuck me with <laughs> god damn it <laughs> oh with macy williams i how do i remember her but not the fucking movie name oh this is the new the new mutants new mutants yeah <laughs> we already reviewed it I anyway know. <laughs> i know i listened to it i thought it was fun all right you have a good night i know you got shit to go do All right, buddy. I'll talk to you next time. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Later.